0: So I came back to create this video after doing the Rory Sutherland, Jim O'Shaughnessy one-star reviews, and the reason I came back to make another segment here, which I'm going to put in front of the video, is because it kind of started out as a joke to have a little fun and get a little practice with video, using the video equipment, editing, etc. And I'm looking at these one-star reviews and the nitpick bullshit that people put up with. And I'm like, are these even valuable? And like what miserable lives these people must have for some of the one star reviews that they put up. And I got reminded of my, my grandma. I don't want to get all choked up here. So I won't, but she said, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. And maybe that is something society has lost between these one-star re- reviews and Twitter. Just the thought. Enjoy the rest of the show. Okay, for today's uh, one-star review episode, I'm going to be doing Rory Sutherland's book, I'll be doing Jim O'Shaughnessy's book, and I'm just going to do two books today, so it's not as long. Uh... Start with uh, Alchemy by Rory Sutherland. So, Alchemy, the dark art and curious science of creating magic in brands, business, and life. It's got a 4.6 out of 5, 103 customer ratings, uh, 79% 5-star, 12% 4-star, 4% 3-star, 3% 2-star, 2% 1-star. Okay, so, okay. there are only two 1-star reviews On Amazon. So, I'm going to start with the first one. I'm going to make the first one, which is the second one. And that's because it's shorter. So, this is from Jeff O'Neill. It's not a verified purchase. Uh, This says, uh, boring after the first chapter or so. The main premise of the book is interesting, but there are very few insights after presenting this premise. I forced myself to slog until halfway through. And then I gave up. Okay, Jeff, looks like you're a quitter. Let's move into the second one. This is by somebody who goes under the handle of M. Henderson. M. Henderson says his title is, their title is completely made up data. A popular trend today is for business people to suggest that they somehow and inconceivably are able to go against all business fundamentals and transform or disrupt the marketplace with their irreverent and nonsensical approach to business decisions. This is yet another author that, despite the overwhelming and growing evidence that decisions are better made with data, proposes that people just behave illogically because that way you are alone and don't have to worry about the competition or other people thinking like you. Kind of like the Steve Jobs approach, except that Steve Jobs had an IQ of roughly 160. This is very bad advice. A good concrete example of why this is wrong is his continued use of Red Bull and their (laughs) supposed lack of market research playing a role in their exponential growth. But there's just one small problem. The Red Bull Market Research and Shopper Insights team is one of the most admired client-side market research teams in the business. Don't believe it? Try Googling Red Bull market research jobs. Red Bull's unique use of customer feedback, both quantitative and qualitative has helped propel the Red Bull brand to new heights precisely because they utilize data and research in their decisions. While this book may be an entertaining read, be wary of acting on it. For these reasons, this reviewer rates alchemy, the dark art of curious, the curious science of creating magic and brands, business and life, a one star. Well, Henderson, you're a douchebag. First of all, a wanker. I got my, I got my British on, doing my British stuff for Rory. He didn't say it was a lack of market research. He said they had some pretty poor market research and went ahead anyway because most of the usual beverage market research was things like, ah, oh, it tastes like this for kids, tastes like this. When it came to Red Bull coming out of Thailand, people were like, oh, it tastes like piss. I wouldn't even give this to my worst enemy. Bullshit like that. So be that as it may, never said there was a lack of market research. And his explanation for the counterintuitive Product, the first thing that's come along in like a hundred years that can even come close to touching Coca Cola for market share, he was talking about the psycho, I guess, I don't know the right word, psychomatic effects and the counterintuitiveness of the conventional way, which would have been, oh, we got to have a bigger. You know we gotta have more of it. We gotta have the big gulp version of it. It's gotta taste better. It's gotta be like Coca. It's gotta taste best. It tastes better. All Rory said was they put it in a small can. It tastes like piss and it sold like rockets. And then he went into the psychographic details of why, which is you know the the if it's supposed to make you have wings, the, the medicinal thing. And I'm messing all this up, but I really don't care because I'm pretty pissed off at this wanker. You get the idea. Smaller bottle. Should be more powerful. Doesn't taste very good. then you don't believe it has medicinal purposes. So he lays it out. He's laid it out in 10 years of YouTube videos. It's the same story. It's the same premise. And he never said they lacked market research. So Henderson, you're a douche. All yeah. right. Now we'll go on to... Jim O'Shaughnessy, my second book. Okay, on to Jim O'Shaughnessy's book. Um, I do have a copy of the book, but right now I'm using it as a boat anchor for my yacht. Actually, I'm just kidding, but it's a huge book. It's packed up because I'm moving to Florida, which is halfway to Medellin, which is my final destination. Um, What Works on Wall Street, the fourth edition... It's a 4.4 4 out of 5, 95 customer rating, 66% 5 star, 19% 4 star, 7% 3 star, 4% 2 star, 4% 1 star. And uh, there are four 1 star reviews. The first one comes from Bruce Pankrats. I didn't make that up. That's actually his name. Hold on, I'm losing my camera here. What the hell? All right. Come on, guy. Also, if Jim happens to see this, I'm not in my car. I'm in my claws office. What if I go what if I go out of the closet? Oh no, Pete's out of the closet. Anyway, back to the review. Jesus Christ, camera, come on. This is a gorilla tripod. I'm gonna give this thing a bad review. And give you a bad review, you sell mean reviews by Pete. Okay, so <clears throat> Bruce Pankratz one star review verified purchase though. I'm gonna lose it with this stupid camera. So, Jimmy or Bruce uh, Bruce cannot implement his strategies. This is a great book as you read it once you finish. Try to implement the strategies on page 584, the trending value portfolio. I do not know a screener you can buy to implement this. It consists of a value factor screen 2 on page 320. Try finding a system that can first calculate EBITDA slash, I don't know what VA is. What's VA? I can't. The AAII Stock Investor Pro cannot then applying a scoring system afterwards. The, AI, the AII did have him do a screen in their March 2019 issue. Go pull up the Excel file. They created his calculations. The average person cannot even begin to understand this Excel spreadsheet. Shame on Charles Rotblut. Rotblut. Is that a real name? Founder of the AII for pushing the book in his own book. How funny O'Shaughnessy is doing seminars for the AAI. All of these people are in cahoots providing services that are extremely hard to reproduce. Well, Bruce, wipe the sand out. Get yourself, you're going to have to do the work. I also cannot duplicate those screens because I don't have quants on command in a whole asset management company to do it. So no, you can't do it. You're not gonna be able to use TD Ameritrade. You're not gonna be able to use like the Yahoo screens. You're not gonna be able to use your Double A I screen. Get over it. No reason to give somebody a one-star review. Putts should be Bruce Putt Pants. That should be your name. I'm we'll call you Putts Pants. The second one-star review is by somebody called Wannabe ASE. I don't know what an a, capital ASE. I don't know what an ASE is. Is that an ass sucking employee? Okay, his title is one star, and this is his review: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven words. I give you points for brevity. Bunch of information, but lack of direction. Not even a comma. Do you even write? Want to be ASE? All right. Here we go. G. Bell. Not a verified purchase, but... Bell says, This book made a big splash when it was first published, but as other commenters have stated, what, all two of the other ones before you? The strategies presented have failed to produce results. William J. Bernstein shed some light as to why. If you perform a T-test... What are we? Checking Jim's testosterone? On O'Shaughnessy's strategies, you'll discover his results are not statistically significant. Okay. Google for historical returns, signal or noise, and O'Shaughnessy to read more. No, thank you. This one really chapped my ass. This is by Kevin O'Reilly. So, Kevin O'Reilly of the O'Reilly's? Is it like the Hatfield's and the McCoy's? Is it the O'Shaughnessy's and the O'Reilly's? You guys got a rival going on? So he says one star, not even a verified purchase. The cheap bastard probably didn't even pay for the book. His theory stopped working around the time he wrote this. That's the title. His, His theory stopped working around the time he wrote the book. Two of his funds sand. So badly, they shut down in 2000. Sand? Uh, that sounds like something you need to wipe out of somewhere, Kevin. Um, he should retitle the book to read What Used to Work on Wall Street until I wrote this book. Ha ha, ha ha, ha, oh, Kevin. He fucking pissed me off, so I had to check Kevin out. And I clicked on Kevin. And he has a bunch of reviews. He's pretty active on the old Amazon there. And, like, 90%, that's anecdotally, just take a brief, are, like, one-star reviews. So, this guy clearly has some issues. He's not a happy person. I bet he's a joy to hang out with. And then I found out that he's the owner of Emerald Advisor Group. He's an enrolled agent and an investment advisor representative. Now, as an enrolled agent... If you don't know what that is, that's fair. That's the guy that can work on your behalf for the IRS. And probably working for with the IRS would make you a very unhappy person. But I just checked out the Emerald Advisor Group. I just did a quick little Yelpie. And he's got four one-star reviews for his company. And it's funny because... Karma's a bitch, Kevin. And uh, so the first, there's, there's, you know, buyer beware exclamation point. That's a one star. Uh, We got update. Other clients have similar administrative issues. Our case was not the exception. I cannot recommend his services. Uh, I'm flabbergasted by these reviews based on my current experience. It is currently 9.30 on April fifteenth, 2019, and I have not heard anything from Emerald Advisors. Well, that's got to stop. So Kevin's response below, this is somebody else, because Kevin did get in and try to respond to everybody. Kevin's response below is a complete departure from reality. Oh. I've been working with Kevin on my small business accounting as well as my federal and state returns. Given the lack of response, I'm using this review of my experience not only to share with others, but a last-ditch effort to communicate with Kevin before time runs out on my tax needs. We've got another person here. For what it's worth, I don't typically use Yelp to leave reviews, good or bad. In fact, I had to sign up for Yelp just to write the review of Emerald Advisor. group. So this is a guy that never writes reviews. Uh, Kevin, it's Kevin, right? I kind of forgot his name. Anyway, so Kevin sucked so bad that this guy got on, you know, created a Yelp account just so he could complain about Kevin. All right, Kevin. uh, Thanks for the one-star review of Jim's book. Very useful. You're a douche. That's all I got.